Cool. So I was super excited about today because we're going to have the youth in the service with us. So we're going to have a time for both adults and kids to uh, just engage with the community, engage with the content that we're going to be doing. So I'm super excited. If you are a kid, I feel like we have way more kids in our community than just are right here. If you're a kid, raise your hand. (laughs) All right. So if you're a kid, you have three options for today. You can either come sit uh, up front in the little chairs. The rules for sitting in the little chairs is that we listen but not talk. Or we also have coloring. So up on the sides, if you want to maybe be a a bit more active while you listen, there's some coloring options up to the front. Or you can always go and sit with your parents. Parents, you have two options. Your kids can sit and play quietly, or you can sit with them. Two options for parents. All right, can everyone hear me? Good? All right. Everyone in the back, can you hear? Because it's going to be a little bit loud, so just make sure that we all accept that. It's going to be the life of this next 30 minutes, 20 minutes, 20 minutes. All right, so we're going to be continuing our sermon on misunderstood, where we're taking verses that are typically uh, taken out of context or maybe misused, and we're going to be kind of trying to dig deeper a little bit and explain like what exactly is going on. So today's verse is Proverbs twenty nine eighteen, um, and again the the subtitle for this sermon is straight out of context. I think Aaron made that one up. So. The two misunderstandings we're going to be going at today are one, the scripture, and then two, like, what it looks like to have kids in our service. That it doesn't have to be, like, crazy, and we don't have to, uh, like, we can talk about serious stuff that's applicable to both kids and adults. And don't worry, kids, there's going to be a cartoon, there's going to be some crazy animals, and there's going to be some activities as well. I love you, Cora. <laughs> I didn't pay her to do that. Okay, so the verse that we're going to have, let's throw, up this, let's throw up the verse on the screen. So this is the verse. is where there is no vision, the people perish. And that's a partial verse, and it's taken out of Proverbs 29. And where that's commonly used or commonly misused is kind of the, like, if you dream it, you can do it. Like, it doesn't matter what situations you have going on in your life, but if, like, you want a better future, like, if you can just dream it, have vision for it, things will change, like, immediately in your life. I think it's <laughs> So, I mean, that's like a, a super funny cartoon, but I think that, like, that's kind of sums up the mis- the like, the mis- uh, like, the, how we get that verse wrong. It's like, it's like, everything around us is, like, terrible. Like, there's flaming fireballs, there's crazy stuff going on, and it's like, all we need is, like, a little change of perspective, and then it's like, all of a sudden, like, we're equipped for the mission, and everything changes, and our life changes just because we saw something differently. Um, and it's like, and it can be tempting to think that way because life has a lot of big decisions um, and a lot of big hard decisions that we have in our lives. And so when we come up against those hard decisions, it, it could be that we really want an answer. So kids, how many of you guys are making decisions about school or maybe your parents are making decisions about school? How many, how many kids are in elementary school? No kids in elementary school? A couple, a couple. Got some kids in middle school and high school too as well. So that's like a serious decision, right? Like, 
where you send your kids has big ramifications on like who their friends are going to be and who their teachers are going to be uh, and, and kind of like the content they're going to be discussing. And so that's a that's a difficult decision, and it can be uh, understandable that we want really clear like vision from God in those scenarios. But it can be also very overwhelming when we try to make all those decisions at once. So like we try to sit down and we look at like the chessboard of life and we're trying to like plan out all of our moves. And so we're going to have a, a little activity with the kids now just to kind of highlight like what it looks like to plan and then try to act on those plans. So kids, I need, the first thing I need is one volunteer. I need someone who is super, super fast. Sam. Sam, everyone give Sam a high five and a round of applause. So this, Sam, this is going to be what you're going to do. I want you to stand right here. And here is the goal. I want you... I want you to go... And I want you to touch each cone as fast as you can, all right? See, there's one there, 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 and there. And end with the big cone. Give it a big whack when you get to it, all right? And what, you, you have a plan? You have a plan for what you're going to do? Now you're just going to do it, all right? So let's give them a countdown. Ready? You're going to touch each cone. Core, leave it there. Let's give them a countdown. On four, three, two, one, go! Touch the cone. One cone, two cone, three cone, four cone, yeah! All right, now I need five super fast people. Five super fast people. I see one in the back. Come on, yeah. All right, here, you come on. Um, we need some, here. One, two, three. Wait. We have some waiting patiently. Four and five. All right, everyone that I touched, come over here. And everyone else, sit down. Remember what the rules are. Sit in your seats or or color. All right, so let's see. Here, bud, I would like you, you're going to be the racer, all right? You're going to do exactly what Sam did. Now, the rest of you guys, come on over here. We have a special job for you, all right? Come on down. Here's what I want you to do, just like Sam, all right? Think about it, I'm gonna make you plan. I want you to touch each of the cones and come back, all right? Oh, let's give him a countdown. Four, three, two, one, go! Good job. Good job.
Why was that harder? Because the cones ran away. They ran away. They moved. They had minds of your own, right? And, and sadly, like, all right, kids, let's either sit or color. Sit or color. Or be with your parents. You did a fantastic job. We have some lost shoe wear. So, what happened, right? The cones moved. The goals changed, the situation changed. And, like, that's what real life is like, if we're, if we're really going to be honest, right? We can't sit at a point and pretend like we see this perfect vision, either for our future or what we think could be happening, and then make this perfect decision that's going to guide our course for the rest of our lives. And as, like, that's a, that's a good desire, but it's often not reality because reality changes day by day. You know, we, we get sick, or we get pregnant, or we get a job, or we get accepted into school. Um, there's a lot of things that happen over the course of our life that induces change. And um, I just wanted to pull up a verse. This is Jeremiah 6. So it says, Stand by the roads and look. Ask for the ancient paths where the good way is, and walk in it, and you will find rest for your souls. And so I share this verse because I want to kind of reinforce that it's not a bad desire to understand God's vision and plan for your life. Like, that's not a, that's not a bad thing. Um, and it says that we're supposed to do it. We're supposed to ask God for what that should look like and that we should find rest for our souls. And I think um, this, this is a verse that I repeat to myself sometimes when I'm feeling unrestful. Is like, what would it look like to find rest, like God's purpose and plan for me? Um, so this is a good thing, but like how we accomplish it, 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 it kind of also look, it looks different sometimes. It looks different than just that single big decision. So we're going to return really quick to uh, Proverbs 29. So the misinterpretation, right, the King James kind of like chopped up version was without vision, the people perish. Um, but if we look at kind of a, a more fuller scripture out of um, like a more modern translation, this is the New Living Translation. This is the full verse. It says, when people do not accept divine guidance, they run wild. We saw some running wild earlier. Uh, but whoever obeys the law is joyful. So there again, there's that, that aspect of joy, like peace. What does it look like to have uh, positive feelings and positive outcomes to our decision-making? Um, well, it says here, it comes as we accept divine guidance. Another translation says uh, prophetic vision. So how, how, like accepting and hearing God's voice in our life as, as a lifestyle. That, that what we're looking for out of life isn't necessarily a playbook that's going to lay out all of the plans and steps that we need to do to accomplish something, but that we're looking for, for a guide. Um, not a playbook, but a guide. Someone who will guide us each step of the way. And, and that's the role of the Holy Spirit, is, is that it's, it's becoming someone using our spiritual senses that as we walk out daily life decisions, um, we become the type of person that makes those big decisions well, and we are attuned and used to hearing God's voice. But a lot of that comes with accepting and, and maturing and growing in our more spiritual senses. So Gabriel, we are going to pull up an animal on the screen. I would like you to tell me what animal this is. Bat! Yes! Gabe, when do bats fly around? At nighttime. At nighttime. 
Yes. <laughs> and do you know what do you know what senses a bat uses? Do you know what like how do they fly around at night? Do you remember? Nocturnal. They are nocturnal, right? So as nocturnal animals, all right. Who? So here, here's another question for some science kids. I need some science people to wave at me. Not good at science. All right, we won't go to you. Let's go. <laughs> all right. I want here. You got to. You got to participate. I want you. Can you tell me? Our five senses. Do you know our five senses? Sight, hearing, mm-hmm. touch, mm-hmm. smell, mm-hmm. and taste. Yes. Give me a high five. <laughs> All right. And as as like people, like what what uh what sense do we use most often? Like if you're gonna walk to the kitchen, what what sense are you gonna? Sight. Right. We're very dependent on our sight. So again, that ties into that kind of desire to have vision for our lives. Like we want to be able to like mentally picture where exactly that we're going. But um, so a bat doesn't work like that, right? A bat works in an environment that's messy. A bat works in an environment where it doesn't always see what's coming next because it's dark, and so it has to use multiple senses. It has to use like a feedback loop of speaking. So it chirps. It listens to the like the results, the the incoming sound, uh, and then it and then it acts. So it, it speaks, it listens, acts, speaks, listens, acts, speaks, listens, acts, and it's a constant like feedback loop. And honestly, it doesn't look very pretty. Can you sit down, bud? So like if you think about a falcon, a falcon is sitting there flying at you know a thousand feet up in the air, and it spots its rabbit. And it's like, boom, you know, and just destroys it in one little, like, you know, dies 100 miles an hour and just nails exactly what it's thinking. Um, and that's what, it, what's what we would want out of our lives. Like, we want to just be sitting here floating, and then we see, like, the opportunity. God's like, the opportunity is there. And then we're just, doof, like, dive in and, and seize the opportunity with our sharp talons. But a bat doesn't operate like that. A bat's flight is actually quite a bit more messy. Does anyone know what a bat flying looks like? You ever see that at night? Anyone want to show me what a bat looks like? Otherwise, I'm going to do it, and it's going to be awkward. All right, who could show me what a bat flying looks like? Show me. Get up. <laughs> yes, it looks a lot more like that, where it's just kind of running all around in circles. <laughs> but you know what? They get where they want, but it's a little messy. Like, it doesn't look great to the outside world. It doesn't look like you necessarily have it all together. And, and honestly, that's kind of like our lives. Like, we don't have it all together. I don't have it all together. You know, I get cranky and grouchy and hangry. I get frustrated with my kids. But, like, God's purposes in my life aren't thwarted because I, like, make one bad decision, which is fantastic news for me. But God's purposes in our life are worked out as we have a heart for continual obedience towards God. So let's let's talk about those, the the divine, like, our spiritual senses for a second. So if if, if we're not just going to rely on our sight, or like our mental picture, what, what is it about our, what kind of spiritual tools can we use to navigate our world? So I have a, a quick image. So, yep, th- these are some of the things I'll like, explain, represent. So we have our guy, he's thinking about like, what, what's, God, what's God telling me? So we have, we have the word of God, we have the Bible, we have prayer, how we, how we speak to God. We have worship, like in uh, aligning our hearts and, and our emotions to God. We have uh, nature and understanding God's created order through science and through experience. We have people 
maybe yelling at us, but you know, maybe they're they're being kind or you know, singing loud affirmation words to us. We have our spiritual community, our, our house church, or our family. And all of these things can be used if we if we can engage in them, not just as a singular point in our lives or when things get super, super hard, but engage with them continually um, over and over and over. Just like that bat where he's, he's speaking, he's inviting feedback, he's listening to that feedback, and then he's acting on that. So what would it look like for us as, as people and as a community to integrate that, that kind of cycle of obedience and feedback quicker and quicker into our lives until we become very comfortable with hearing the voice of God and are able to attack those big decisions and those really difficult things um, in our lives. Because we have those things in our community right now as we're working through community, like what does it look like to be unified as a congregation? What does it look like to be unified as a community? Um, What it looks like to have a vision and like a a focus for us, but also flexibility in how we walk that out. Um, We we need that spirit. We need that that sense among us. So I'm going to pull up uh, one more verse today and we're closing out, kids. You guys have been fantastic. I want to give a Round of applause to the children. Thank you, kids. And actually, let's all let's all stand. Let's let's practice some physical movement as we engage with God's word. This is from the Psalms. Let's read this together. All all voices reading as one. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. I have sworn an oath and confirmed it to keep your righteous rules. I am severely afflicted. Give me life, O Lord, according to your word. Accept my free will offering of praise, O Lord, and teach me your rules. I hold my life continually, but I do not forget your law. The wicked have laid a snare for me, but I do not stray away from your precepts. Your testimonies are my heritage forever, for they are the joy of my heart. I incline my eye to perform your statues forever to the end. Amen. The word of the Lord. You can be seated. And and so what I really love about that verse as we kind of wrap up and close is that idea of a heart inclined to God. Like a heart ready to do the works of God in any situation. Um, because that's what I want out of my life. Like I, I want to be someone who the power of God like flows through without inhibition. Um, and, and if you're thinking about like you're, if you're pushing something really heavy, something really hard, like to push that up a hill is 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 even more difficult. It's exponentially difficult. But to push it down a hill is quite a bit easier. And so when I think about like the mission of God in our community, and you can throw up the the slide now. Like, if I think about like God's kingdom, what God is calling us to in this community. And then what God is doing, so that's God's power. Like our job as a community, our job as a spiritual family is to be that ramp, like to be inclined to God's purposes, to be inclined in our hearts to what he's doing. And and so the really, really, really good news is that it's not our work and it's not really even our plan. It's not our goal to have to like just seize some vision and then work really hard towards it but that our goal is to just be inclined to God's power every day in our little decisions and in our big decisions. And then, so the encouragement, and this is, this is just 
from me, the encouragement that I have just from for our community is I see a lot of hearts inclined to God. And so as I crafted this message, I wasn't thinking necessarily like we have just a lot of like rebellious people that are not submitting their life to God. Like on the contrary, I think there's a lot of people that are really pressing into what God is doing in their life and in this community. And where I would like to encourage you all is that like what God is calling us to is those steps of obedience that are just small. That, that, that maybe like we don't know how everything fits perfectly within a vision frame but that we can take those daily steps of obedience, those weekly steps of obedience, those monthly steps of obedience, um, and, and do that in joy. And doing that, know that like God, it's God's plan, it's God's power, and then it's God's grace when we mess up, because we are absolutely going to mess up. So let me just pray and close this out. So Lord, we thank you that you do have a purpose and a plan for this community and for our lives, for our families, for our children. And Lord, we just pray for joy and faith as we walk out the things that you're calling us to, recognizing that we will fail. Lord, I have failed, and I accept your grace for me as we walk through this. Lord, attune our ears, attune our hearts to what you're speaking to us daily through your word, through worship, through prayer, through nature, through our friends and our community. Attune our hearts, incline our hearts to what you're doing. In Jesus' name, amen. Kids, you can either stay seated for or come sit here for worship. Uh, we're about to do communion, right? You actually can return to your parents. Thank you. We're about to go into a time of communion. Communion is a beautiful time in which we are reminded of our need for God, our complete and utter helplessness and dependence on Him. So communion service, if y'all could come on up. Hear these words from 1 Corinthians 11. received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you, this do in remembrance of me. After the same manner also he took the cup when he had supped, saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death until he come. Lord, I pray that we would all keep before us the proclamation of your death, your death that brought us life. And that we would be reminded that we are ever in need of you and of your presence. So we thank you for the gift of your body that was broken for us. We thank you for the gift of your blood that was shed for us. That we have access to you, God. We thank you and we praise you. In Christ's name, amen. So when you're ready, you come on up and you grab. We uh, celebrate communion by intention. You break a piece off. Don't be shy. You can get more than a pinch. You're going to dip it in. And then you're going to um, 
walk on back. Uh, if you are gluten free, you can come on. There's some rice cakes up here for y'all.